welcome back to another week of the AMB podcast. Yeah. We back like a return to the store. It's your boy Young Tamarack. Y O U N G T A M A R C R A C K. Damn, I fucked up spelling his name. Well, anyways, uh, you know, as always, I'm here with some good people because my people are never not good. Let them know what it is there. Yo, what up, Stare, aka Mr. I Still Got It. Come race me if you want to. Um, but you know, we back in here. Episode what is this? Twenty eight. We up in the Marshall, yeah, yeah, Marshall yeah. Falk range? Yeah, right, yeah. Dang. Who else wears 28? Who else? Uh, AP. Yeah. That's it. I mean, not off the top of my head, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, you got to take your phone off the table. Like sorry. It's like a little... Yeah, it's okay. No problem. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I probably should have said that to begin with, mm-hmm. honestly. But um, <laughs> we're here with a, uh, a pretty special guest. Um, we have a, uh, a star in the building besides Alistair. Um... <laughs> She can introduce herself because I feel like she's, you know, lit. So go ahead. Oh, wow. I am Thea LaFon. I am a 2016 Rio Olympian in the women's triple jump for Team Dominica, not Dominican Republic. Different country, different language, different culture. Wait, 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 wait. You said... You said D- Dominica. 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 Not Dominican Republic. We don't speak Spanish, fam. <laughs> Where is Dominica? Dominica is um, an island located in the Lesser Antilles, which is the smallest string of islands that are more south in the string of the Caribbean. Um, we're actually closest to the most major island would be Trinidad and Tobago. So we're pretty far south. We're not near Jamaica. We're not near Puerto Rico. Damn. We're closer to South America than we are to the greater Antilles. Oh, wow. <laughs> I definitely thought that was like I didn't want to ask because I was like that doesn't seem like it's like D- Dominican. Mm-mm, like it's not, bro. So it's like, not. Let me let <laughs> me not, not be that guy because I was gonna say something in Spanish. No, then, no, no. We throw know. people off though. We have team. I have a teammate who um is from Cuba, so he's his first language is Spanish, and they'll hear me speaking Spanish to him here and there, and they're like, "Oh, Dominicano." I'm like, "No, I don't know, no." <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, hey, a little geography Damn. lesson, no biggie. Yeah, no, Antilles. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't heard that in, um since like what high school middle school. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But um yeah, man, how's everybody's week been so far? Because that's what we do on the podcast. We always ask people how their week was and how everybody's feeling. So would you like to My week was my week was full of transition. Like, oh wow. It was moving from one place to another. And, you know, uh, <laughs> as as people who are like, you know, in touch, Kayla is actually down here now, so you know. Uh, it's, it's different. She's living up. BX Connect. Brooklyn, but okay. Oh, um, man. <laughs> I'm going to get it right one of these episodes. One, one day, like, one day. I think all of New York's like, just cares. You messed up like, again. Yeah. But they're not school. They, they, don't, they still love you. But, um, yeah, so she's down here. She's living with my sister. And, uh, you know, we're just getting her situated, getting her comfortable. And, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what's up, man. That's what's up. What about what about you? Yeah, how was your how was your week recently? My week was just kind of all about fine tuning. Um, I just felt like there've been little things here and there that haven't been going exactly how I want it, you know, on and off the track, and just took a little bit of taking a few minutes every day, just kind of figure out what's going on, have a talk yeah, with a coach. Yeah. yeah, and I think I needed that a little bit of like self reflection also to figure out where I am versus where I want to be. So right. I feel like once in a while you gotta like take a step back and just kind of analyze and get right. So. Okay. Wow, <laughs> that was one of the most concise like Boom. depictions of yeah. a week that I think we've heard on this podcast my- ever. And I'm about to muddy that up all the way because hey. my week is not as concise. Hey, let's go, whatever. man. But, uh, let's go. Honestly, I just been um trying to get back to being in the state of Maryland mindset because uh, you know uh, the last week I had went to um, San Francisco and I was in L.A. And, um, yeah, it's just way cooler out there. And I just, like, had to recognize that I wasn't as cool as I thought I was now that I was back. Because I felt like I was cool there. But, it's because, like, you, I, like, I was watching your trip and I was like, damn, you're living it up. Y'all were living it up. Right, mm. right. Please, please please share what you did, uh, co Oh, please, oh, so, please. um, what I, we pretty much did, we went out there, went to San Francisco, uh, went to, like, Chinatown out there, went to uh, Fisherman's Wharf. And then uh, while I was in L.A., I went to uh, a hockey game, a Kings hockey game. Uh, at the stable center, so that was dope. I never been what? to stable center Flex. before. Hey. Okay. Um, I mean, it's the Kings though. It was it, like it was it was cool. I mean, hey. Like they're bad. They're they were getting watched. Um, <laughs> you were there else? though. You were there. No, yeah, I was there. I was there for sure. Um, but yeah, the Kings game. Um, went to see the Golden State Warriors play when we were in San Francisco. They mm-hmm. played against the Suns, and uh, it was actually a pretty good game. Um, what else did I do? 
Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was that Did was. Did you see anything like it. culturally out there? That was like, that was, that was way different than over here. Um. Well, I mean, I, it's pretty segregated in LA, is what I is what I like realized. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like all the black people were like in like Inglewood and like wow. Oakland, but like everywhere else was kind of like whites, Asians, things like that. But mm-hmm. like. It was weird because, like, you would think you would see like more black people yeah, walking around I was thinking on the street. A little more. Literally, no, it was really not that many black people, and I was like, I mean, I wasn't uncomfortable or anything like that because you know, you live in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It was just I was like, damn. And then we went to literally uh, like near Inglewood, and we were at this uh, this Creole restaurant. So of course you're gonna see black people at yeah. a Creole restaurant. But you literally walk in, and you're just like, damn, you guys have all been hiding in, in this restaurant. <laughs> wow. Like, where have you been? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was looking for you, and I didn't see you. But yeah, it was cool. All in all, I had, I had a good trip. Saw a lot of nice, nice ass houses, nice ass stores that I um, my pockets aren't right for at the moment. Mm. But um, you know, that's the window shopping days. Like, I know. no, I didn't even no, I didn't even like <laughs> I didn't even bother doing that because it was just like ah, you I know, thought, I, thought you I know what follow, it looks like. I thought you were gonna fit these mentality, you know? Just, nah, 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 but I mean, yeah, I mean, I just been pretty much getting back to to being at, at home, so. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty much where I'm at. I mean, it's safe for you. That was actually pretty profound. Like, oh, that wow. was good. Yeah. You were with yeah. us. Thanks. You know, hey, you, you know what, this. man? I appreciate it. You said that. all muddy. That was pretty good. You yeah. gave us oh, a little wow. synopsis. You give I like credit, that. Man. Thanks, man. Go ahead, yeah. man. Thanks. As always on the podcast, we do our top five. Top five, top five, top five. Top five. So, um, Alistair, let me know what it is. We are going to do this week in March, which is Women's Month. Hey. We're going to do top five women in athletics. Mm. No, right. I don't want to start though. Mm. All right. I don't want to start. I'll pull up. I'll pull you go up. ahead. So, as a track guy, I got to throw Allison Felix on there. Ooh, One. nice. I got to throw, um, just because I feel like she had a huge impact for uh, USA Soccer, Mia Hamm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to throw in Cheryl Swoops. You know, okay. Basketball, a. I'm trying to be all versatile. Um, I'll throw in Danica Patrick's. That's four. Ooh, yeah, that's, a that's a good one. And, and to close it out, I'm gonna go Lindsey Vaughn. You know, mm. I'm all over the board with the top five women. Nice. Dang, I feel like definitely was biased with the track stuff, man. Because nah, because <laughs> some of these people they're people like you've seen, so like yeah. Like, yeah. Seeing mm-hmm. do it live. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother feeling when that's you're able true. to see these people live. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching <laughs> a lot of track events. The only time I literally see track events is when he has them on TV. And I'm just like, damn, they just be playing this on TV. <laughs> yes, they do. You're missing out. It's, it's, like, it's, it's high drama. People it's are high it high is. Ass. NBC got it, man. There's whole track meets on, on TV on the reg. Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to start checking out the track meets. <laughs> All right. What's your, what's your list, Bryce? Um, okay. So, of course, not in any particular order. Um, Serena Williams. Mm. Um Lisa Leslie. Mm. Nice. Who else? Um, what was it? Wilma Rudolph? Because she had polio and she ended up running track. So she's lit mm. on top just because of that. Um, where am I? Am I, am I four? Yeah. yeah. Four. Okay. Uh, last one. I'm going to do Sonal Lathan and Love and Basketball. I respect that. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> she, she, she had a lesson. She, she had, had to learn. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she had a great story. Yeah. She had a great, a great story. That was a whole story. Yeah. I, I like that. that. What you got, Dia? Okay, so like I said, you know, a little biased with the whole track life thing, but in no particular order. Um, Sonia Richards Ross, mm. because um, if anyone knows track, you kind of know like when you think four hundred meters and you think a, you know, miss hold you down is mm-hmm. Sonia, especially mm-hmm. in a four by four. That was her. Um, I next, chances. I have Jackie Joyner Kersey. Because, I was gonna say her, but I, I don't show Listen, you're fine, you're fine. But I said Jackie just because Jackie's like records hold up. Yeah. Like for you to be gone at the sport for this long and people can people still, still not it. yeah, man. You people, say that about Flojo too. Yeah, Flojo. I had I had Jackie slash Flojo, but okay. I was like Okay, okay y'all okay. said y'all said six, but like <laughs> you think of a dynamic duo, yeah. that's them. Yeah. Um and then a little out of the sport, Simone Biles. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, she said it best. You know, I'm not the next My- Michael Phelps. Like, I am the first Simone Biles. I yeah. mean, she's got moves that guys can't even figure out how yeah, to do. Um, and I have Sydney McLaughlin. Oh, 
Yeah, and, she's and, not, and I, I, okay. I put I put her in there because it's not oh, no, she's no, no, not no. I, I don't know if all time she is like a female phenom. She's like LeBron of track. She like you know the alright, so listen, listen, you mm, know the light skin that's, girl. That's some hot phrase. That's the hot phrase it is. You but know she's the light skin girl that um is it just came out of high school, she ran for the pros. Uh, she ran one year in Kentucky. One year in Kentucky and was like, all right, I'm about to go. What's her name? Sydney, um, Sydney McLaughlin. McLaughlin. If you see her, you'd be like, oh, yeah. that's who that is. Yeah, because she's tough. She and is. like, I've seen her live. Bruh, when I say she. I don't know how to spell McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When, you, when I say she's like. She's a dog? She it's is. like a whole nother level. She did one year at college, went pro. Um, huge step by signing with New Balance, which a lot of people don't do fresh out. They kind of do big teams, Adidas, yeah. Nike. Yeah, you see yeah, that's like, oh, Yes, exactly, exactly. And um, she just makes you excited for the future of the sport. Mm-hmm. And I put her in there just because, like, I think in the realm of all time, she's definitely put a huge dent in the track world, in this world of sports. I mean, she is just breaking barriers one year out of college. One year. I mean, she um, was doing every it in high time, school too. Every time she runs, she breaks a record. Like she was, she qualified, yeah. she qualified for the Olympics in, in high, high school. In high school, yeah. One of the youngest Olympians all time. Yeah, she's a beast. And she's, What's she's up just with her going. fast twitch muscles? Like why do they work so different we than everybody else's? I don't know, but it's it's insane. And I mean, it's, it's exciting. And she's just very humble. To be all of that and still be very down to earth and silly and relatable is truly a gift so she's in there and last but not least miss serena williams i mean yeah. listen we're, be- yeah, we're sure. it's it's beyond just being a woman at that point it's just being yeah. a goat flat out yeah and she's there yeah now she's 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 a star yeah she's a star mm-hmm. like beyond like how do you how do you win like major competitions pregnant you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> i gotta do it yeah. for the baby exactly i gotta show it's exactly and so yeah. no nah, that's kind of insane and then actually. name your child like olympia mm. makes yes. sense. Yeah. Like, just in case you weren't sure yeah, she was like she's like... greatness she's from greatness i'm gonna oh, name yeah. her olympia that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. She gonna pull up. Well, speaking of uh, Olympians and things of that nature, mm-hmm. like we said, we have Thea on today, um, and I know that you said a little bit about what you do. I'm not like super well versed in track, and I'm That's sure a lot of people who are listening to the podcast, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, because some of them are Alistair's friends, mm-hmm. and track people have friends that are track people. True. So um, it's a small. It's a small community it right, is right like it's huge it's an entire country but like you'll be like oh you know yeah oh, yeah of trust i mean me. but there's only so Yo, many of you guys yeah. running on oh, like yeah trust me yeah. i mean you it's know at the same time across so. the world like i'll meet someone from another country it's like oh you know someone who like hafsa who runs for shout out hafsa who runs for sierra leone and i'm like my my guy you're finished like how do you, <laughs> you know but but yeah i mean it's a it's a definitely a tight-knit community yeah. for sure Damn. Okay, so, and I'm sorry, so what events uh, do you actually participate in again? I do the women's triple jump only. I used to be a multi, like I she did, used like, to do everything. Every, mm. like, that's a, the, She used to torment MoCo and everything. <laughs> like, All right, I gotta let y'all have something. So, I mean, in high school, it was high jump, long jump, triple jump hurdles, and they threw me on some sprint right, relays. Yeah, yeah man. Um, and uh, college, I did the pentathlon. I did hi- open high jump, which is just high jump by itself. Triple jump, long I jump. I never heard of pentathlon. Well, pentathlon <laughs> that's five it's five events in one day and it's an indoor event so winter sport and then outdoor it's the heptathlon for women which is seven events in two days Damn. yeah they yeah. make you work <laughs> it's yeah. work yeah. it's work but um when i left college i kind of wanted to just consolidate to one event um and i chose triple jump because it's what i felt like i had the most place to grow in mm-hmm. and i mean so far so good Damn. yeah man that's hella events <laughs> so and this is, I guess, uh, just a question that I had. Because I Go tried ahead. to do the track thing mm-hmm. like in high school mm-hmm. and didn't work out yeah. at all really for me. Um, I probably didn't, didn't, didn't stick with it. You didn't get serious. Okay. Okay. You didn't stick with it. But at man. the same time, I was just like, ah, I don't know if like I want to just like keep running mm-hmm. like, all day, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so how did you end up, I guess, getting into like track and field? That's a really good question. So um, what really started my entire, I guess, athletic career was dance. So people, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm classically trained. So I was a ballerina. So ballet, oh, wow. tap, jazz. My heart was in ballet. Um, but then at some point, my mom got pregnant with my little brother mm. and she was like, you know, sweetheart, you know, babies are expensive and so is dance. And, um, she really kind of pushed me towards finding 
uh, after school activity that was free, maybe okay, like okay. something that a school would give. <laughs> that would have, yeah. So when I hit high school, um, I started playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. And then winter season came around, volleyball is a fall sport. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know what I want to do. I'll just go manage boys basketball. And then um, the coach at the time was Mr. Nelson, um, Diallo Nelson. And he was like, fam, you look too athletic to just be sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, he was like, try something else. He's like, you, the spot will be here if you really want it. <laughs> wow. But like, try something else. And at the time, like my friends, Nicole Jenkins, Nicole okay. Ngamwa, okay. Um, Yon Inti at the time, were all doing track. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yo, try for track. The coach was cool. His name's Coach Monroe. Monroe. Um, that's fam, Uncle Monroe. That's my, basically my second dad. That's awesome. He's awesome. Um, and I, they were like, Honestly, it was really good peer pressure. I had good people around me. Um, so I tried out. I thought I was a long-distance runner. <laughs> That's I all. Okay. Moment of silence for that. <laughs> um, and uh, he saw me. He was like, where are you from? I was like, the Caribbean. He was like, let's try hurdles. I'm not saying that West Indians can't, can't run long distances, well, but yeah. there's a large population <laughs> of y'all that don't like to run well, long distances. Yeah. And um, that... One suggestion was start of something like great, and that's how I got on the track. Literally, my friends pressured me into doing it. Damn. Um, and great friends. I mean, it paid for college, so like you know, get you friends yeah, that got your back. That, that's 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 what I was about to say. You went from from dancing mm-hmm. to managing basketball, mm-hmm. which somebody saw you and was like, nah, no. like this ain't it, chief. And the crazy thing is, is that same coach Diallo Nelson ended up coaching me in triple jump. Cause he came out outdoor season and coached me, so it was like full circle. Like he wow. got my back before, and he had my back, had back later on. During so I have a question. Ask it. A lot of people <laughs> don't know this, but since we ha- we go way back, yeah, we do. How did you get in touch with the famous Chris Paul? Ah, uh, CP. Um, he's gonna hate me for this, but I call him, <laughs> I call him Oompa Loompa. Um, <laughs> that's my heart, though. That's my heart. So what ended up happening was that I would see CP. Um, training like it was like it was mainly guys and it was a lot of basketball players and football players and these kids were like going to d1 schools like working with cp and i think one year um i got a really serious growth spurt and what happened was that i would my calves would lock up really quickly because my my muscle hadn't grown up like Mm. kind of with my bones so i would used to run cross country after that first year of volleyball i went to cross country and I could not run past like 800 meters mm. and like my body would shut down and I, I like doctor visits, x-rays, everything. They're like, you had a four inch growth spurt this, this summer Damn. and your body is struggling. And so I was like, well, I don't know what to do. I had spoke to coach Monroe. He was like, you know, maybe, you know, just get strong this, this indoor season. I mean this fall season and stuff. So I said, okay. And, um, I looked to CP and ask him if, if I could lift weights with him, basically. Um, we, and he found out I was from the islands, and he's from Jamaica, Jamaica. And, you know, one Caribbean, one love. We take care of each other. And I started, yeah, I see him on. And I started working out with him. And I remember being the only girl seeing Allie, Alistair, sorry, I call him Allie, yeah, seeing cool. Allie in the weight room and seeing these like huge dudes moving weight and realizing at some point that like I can't be the reason why all these dudes have to like shift weight mid-set for me to get my girl set in. This is what I'm going to say. Wow. (laughs) Once she started, like, real live, like, lifting with us, I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm the weakest in the gym. God damn it. But, but... nah, she definitely made me work. Like, that's one thing I will say about Thea. She she definitely knows how to put that work in. I just, I was like, I don't care if I'm the female. Yeah, I was like, I don't care if I'm female. I'm not going to take an L in this weight room with these dudes. Wait, this is the same, like, shit-talking Chris from, like, football? Yes. Yo, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He Um, he loves our family. He swings by for ginger beer, sorrel. He's coming on the podcast one day, too. Yeah, we we definitely got to get him to get him on the podcast. He's awesome. That's crazy. He's actually the person who um, let me know that I could compete for my country at that young age. So um, he got me in contact with uh, the Athletics Association of, of Dominica. I didn't even know mm-hmm. that was an option. Right. He brought he came with me to my first Carifta games in, mm-hmm. in I think that was Jamaica, Montego Bay was our first Carifta, and CP came with me, and he kind of just honestly helped me navigate this like national team dynamic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's how that's how we met. But I definitely remember. Mm-hmm. 
benching 180 because I did not want to go down in weight. <laughs> well, benching 180? Yeah. yeah. In yeah, high school? Saying, yeah, man. for like three. Nah, nah. For the three. max was a 25 and 25. <laughs> and Which is crazy. Like, I can't I can't even, like right now, I'm not even near 150. But like, I, it was just, uh, I was crazy strong no, in high Chris, school. Chris used to like really, really, because if we're going to name drop, who's people that you've been able to work out with with Chris? Oh my goodness. Um. So... We had a bunch of people that went D1. So we had Marcel that went D1. Albany. Uh-huh. We had this, uh, this basketball player. His name's street basketball player. His name's White Chocolate. I don't know if anyone knows oh, the, White Chocolate. The, yeah, we used to yeah. with White Chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> White Chocolate. White Chocolate? White Chocolate. Oh, wow. basketball player. Yeah, yeah, you could play. Yeah. Damn. Um, who else was? Yes. Yeah. So I remember working out at, at Good Council because CP started working there. So I was doing track workouts with... Stephon Diggs. I don't know if people know this, but like he was a, a track star. I have a question. Yes. Do you remember the practice where I worked him in 150s? Yes. All right, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, confirmation. I'm passing Stephon Diggs. Come race me, kid. I still got mm. it. Uh-huh. Flex. Uh. Uh. Mm. Uh. Thank you, Theo. <laughs> I just made my heart beat. Man. I'm still literally just yeah. plotted that whole. Woo. He just plotted that whole course. To, he did. Uh, that entire that exact yeah, because I knew I was like, I'm gonna get it. That's, That's what this interview really was about. <laughs> That's what this interview is about. Wow. Alistair, oh, yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up after that, man. Flex. I'm good. Son. I'm good. Quick flex. I'm not even gonna lie. Quick flex. <laughs> Uh, That's what's up. Yeah, I, man. But hey, I, the Harvard know. football players, Albany football players, Michigan football players—you just we just crank them out. And if they weren't football, they were track. Mm-hmm. Liu. If you're a top tier athlete coming out of Moco, at some point you, you worked out with Chris. I mean, wow. he's got Dematha as one of the top three uh, track programs in the nation right now, and CP's running their sprint program, and their sprinters are what's bringing in the money. Back to back, number one in the nation, yeah. uh, fifty-five runners. I mean, them the math and bullets have been going at it left yeah. and right, but those are two top tier programs and they're they're working they really are so that's how i got cp and he's still family and yeah awesome yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's crazy lit no because i mean uh my cousin joe like also like when he's home he sometimes trains yeah. with yeah. Him i used to train so with cp like, in between breaks of college when i come home that's where i'd be no in that weight room freaky friday freaky out, friday man. god bless freaky oh Fridays, lord <laughs> no like, that's really wild yeah but um Okay, so it it sounds like for the most part you've had uh kind of people around to tell you or at least put you in the right direction for where you could figure out that damn like I got some skill and I got like some talent. Yeah. Um, and something that I'm always curious about, especially with uh, with people going to school or getting scholarships to go to, mm-hmm. to college, um, what was it like going through? I guess the the process of being recruited. Oh my god! Were, like people like beating down your doors, coming in and like telling your mom that like, hey, you know, here's like. Um, a gift or like okay so there were no gifts sorry you know mm-hmm. um, but when I tell you that people like recruiters believe in pony mail like when I say I had letters at the door every single day like my postman would come to the door because like sometimes if I had left town for a couple days for a track meet or something up. he would be like here like, it was just a stack. And my mom used to keep, like, a crate by the door just to put them in. So I'd go through the letters. It was crazy. I'm talking, like, every couple of weeks, like, a coach would hit me up. Like, from the same school, just following up. Hey, just checking. Have phone calls. We used, to, we used to start screening phone calls because, like, we were like, who is this? Who is this one? Like, what's going on? University what do they want? Akron, Mississippi. <laughs> so you'd, you'd get a little bit of everything. And then um, the best part was, I thank God for uh, – coach Monroe because he like I'm sorry time out I'm young like age-wise going to school so I skipped a grade Mm -hmm. so when coaches maybe thought I was like 17 I was really 16 and there's like Mm -hmm. a limit on when they can contact you and stuff like that within um just NCAA policy so a lot of my calls and information went to my coach Mm -hmm. so I was thankful enough that you know when they if they somehow got my number before that, I would give them my coach's number and he would do the com- conversing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely remember like every lunchtime I'd go to Coach Monroe's office and he'd just be like, we got this call, this call, this call, this call, this call. What do you think about this one, this one, this one, this one? Are you cool with West Coast? Are you cool with East Coast? Yeah. It's a lot. Damn. And then, you know, the minute they get an opening, like you tell someone like, yeah, I'll listen to you. They will be at your door in like two days ready to talk to you. Mm. Damn. Prompt. Like Damn. Prompt. My mom was like, who's visiting? I'm like, so, so which of these coaches uh, brought you out there? Mm, Penn State. I verbally committed to Penn State. 
Um, but at the end of the day, they just weren't uh, offering enough money. Mm. Um, My cousin I, went to Penn State. That's two cool. Of them, Shana Cox and uh, Lionel Williams. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Shana's your cousin? Shana's definitely my cousin. Jeez. Yeah. She's a monster. Yeah, she was. Monster. And Her she... poster's up in the indoor mm-hmm. indoor track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like a goat. Just She's a it. <laughs> Penn State goat. Yeah. Um, Penn State uh, did Maryland because, of course, it's home. Um, and I think we did a couple on the road. We did UPenn and... I think one more i can't remember at the moment but i think that i wasn't really big in athletics like in high school i could barely name like maybe six nba teams like okay. i was not big i was not big in athletics so i was this girl that found this gift within myself and people helped me bring it out but i didn't know a lot about athletics in general so i didn't even really know how to navigate this entire recruiting process and maybe if i did i'd probably do it differently mm-hmm. i'm not saying that i would maybe choose a different school right but just being a little more organized and knowing what to do at like age 16, 17, yeah, you know, would be, would be helpful. But, um, but yeah, so Penn State was awesome. I loved the campus. It was a little cold, but I was like, you know, they had a beautiful indoor track. I'm like, I'm yeah. running inside most of the time. I'll be all right. Like, be fine, yeah. Um, and I liked their business school. So I verbally committed there. And then I saw what they were offering and I said, uh-huh, nope. Um, <laughs> you save money on sending the letters and put that your, your, right, your right. And um, I got accepted to UPenn, and my mom freaked out when I denied UPenn. Mm. Um, she was like, "Ivy Ivy League education? What right. are you doing? Open stores? Blah blah blah." And I was just there, and I just realized, like, if I was there, I'd probably be really unhappy. Mm. Um, and then University of Maryland came around, and I was like, "I'm not trying to stay home." Like. But then I went on a visit and I met the head coach, Andrew Valman, and I met the head high jump coach, Frank Costello. And something about that man, Frank, like captured me. And I was like, this man knows what he's doing. This mm-hmm. man is producing. I love mm-hmm. high jump um, and hurdles. And he had coached um, Nehemiah, Ronaldo okay. Nehemiah, one of like the greatest in hurdles of all time. Um, and I was like, he's got his, his like accreditation was like amazing. Roof, yeah. So. You know, after a good talking with my parents, we signed to UMD. I was happy because my mom's a professor and she was like throwing scholarships at me like, <laughs> register, register for this, register for that. I'm like, mom, we're going to be OK. Like I was still doing it because I'm not yeah. saying telling no to my mother. I'm not yeah. crazy. Um, but like there was a moment where I signed at my signing um, party and I kind of looked over at her and it was the first time I told my mom I told you so. Um, and, you know, four years, no debt. It's lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. It's hard work. It was lit. Lit. And trust me, like, it wasn't just athletics. Like I had a three nine GPA. My mama was not playing, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was a good combination and good works. Damn, that's lit. Because <laughs> coming from someone who didn't get like half of that recruitment treatment, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's a story. <laughs> but like, I definitely hear you on terms of uh, connecting with your coach. Yeah. Because if you don't have that chemistry with your coach, it's kind of like it's so difficult. It's very difficult, and yeah. I know a lot of like top tier athletes that never had that one coach mm-hmm. to either push them out of high school or it's like just push them and not like try to change them completely because like a lot of coaches when they when they're in college like if an athlete's like really raw they'll like work so hard to fix his form to to the point where it's actually slowing him down mm. Mm. so it's like me when i was at liu having uh coach simon in my corner i was definitely like huh okay nice. like it, it makes sense that uh you just have to have that chemistry though no, for sure. I definitely agree. I mean, you see a lot of these kids that are like goats in high school, like disappear into the mm-hmm. collegiate, like kind of realm. And you're like, what's happening? And you realize that not like, not all coaches are made the same. Nope. And like, big schools might not have you know that coaching quality you think the they would have because of the name. Yeah. So, I've, so I got a question for you. Ask a question, my guy. You have a really bubbly and like friendly <laughs> personality. Thanks. Is true. This is true. Where does that inner competitor, that inner dog come from? Because in track, you definitely have to have that. Oh, yeah. Doggy dog mentality. Yeah, I think that, you know, most of my pictures, when you see me competing, it's like a completely different person up there. Um, Most bluntly stated, I don't like losing. Um, And I'm not saying that, like, losing is the worst thing in the world. But when you're like your entire athletic career is based on wins and dubs and, and L's, like you start getting a little edge and so like i work my butt off for you know those meets where you get those three to six jumps 
and you got to make everything count. Mm-hmm. Like you are allowed to enjoy yourself, but like when I come out there, like immediately, like my mentality is, you know, win, 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 win. And it's just like, forget you, forget you, stop it, forget you. Forget, like, and you just go and get it. And I think it comes from like that place of, I currently have sacrificed so much to get here. I work my butt off. I juggle so much at one time. And like for me to not dig deep and get that grit is almost like a disrespect to everyone that's helped me sacrifice and everyone that's rooting for you. And beyond that, like I always say, you know, a lot of opportunities, I've turned on a lot a lot of opportunities to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And I always say, you know, opportunities come and go. Your youth will forever leave. Mm-hmm. So, like, you take what you have right now mm-hmm. and you make it yeah, work. Yeah. And I kind of just think of, like, you know, I immigrated to America when I was five. Like, my parents, like, sacrificed a lot to give myself and my family what we have. And, you know, all that emotion growing up, all the little fob moments fresh off the boat moments that were hard (laughs) to like navigate america and culture and all this stuff like all those like chips on your shoulder that you've kind of collected throughout the year you know Mm -hmm. i know i have taken it and definitely told myself that it makes you a better person and that you know you can overcome a lot but at the same time like i mean i'm gonna remember and that's what comes out on the on that runway it's doggy dog and i'm about to eat you know what i mean yeah yeah, that's hundred percent. Hundred percent. That was real. Like when you when you're doing like your warm up, you be in your own head. Like I right, remember that person that said you couldn't jump. Mm. This is for you. What are you at now? Not here. Boom. Like, let's like go. For me, for me, somebody that was huge was uh, Sims. Cause Coach Sims co- was the worst. He was the worst coach in high school. Like ever. oh my, like Blake used to Who's blow. Coach Sims. Me. Uh, exactly. The fact that you Tom. don't know. Do you don't know? Okay. What? The fact that you don't know who Coach Sims is speaks volume because in Moco, like everybody knows everybody's coaches. So you yeah. like Coach D, Coach Sean. Yeah. Coach Young like, Blood. Young oh blood. God. Everybody Young knows blood. everybody. That's my if guy. You don't know the coach. That says that says yeah. right there. But Coach Sims just talk like this. He talks to a Raven chat and you flip it to the back and then he's mad and be like, I'll stay crumble upside a little bit. Get him next time. I was like, I hate you. Give him constructive criticism. Yeah. But um, I'll never forget because senior year, uh, like you know, like I wasn't like as I said, I wasn't recruited. I wasn't the biggest athlete. But he said to me, "Hey, my old school's looking at you." So I'm like, "Oh, good luck, coach." Like you know, you got a little plug. Yeah. He said, "Uh, I think it was like Charleston County Community College." (laughs) And I said, (laughs) "Say no more, dog. Get out my face. Get out my face." And then from there, yeah, uh, I went to CP mm. and I was like, yo, I kind of want to run, but eh. and he was like, all right, no, he's, get serious. Yeah. Make a decision. Yeah. Here's his coach. Talk to him. I, I remember like, being, right. I remember sitting there in the weight room, like you having this conversation with CP. Like, yeah. I didn't have any help. So it's like going into, going into like senior year. It was like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I do. Cause I wasn't just getting that push. Like I was one of the fast people at Blake, but like I I had no There was there was no help to get nobody. to the next level. So I was yeah. like, all right. So I, I ended up going to LIU, walked on, talked to the coach, and he was like, Yeah, if you perform, I'll hook you up. So I'm like, I right, bet I could do that. And then my first year I didn't do my clearinghouse right. So I had to sit oh, out. Oh my goodness. So I was like, ah, all right. Down so the B is B is out. Freshman year, she's like, yo, Allie, where you at? I'm like, not competing this year. So I... Yeah, I know that killed you. Hey, <laughs> that that was like an eye-opening moment. So mm-hmm. like I came back that summer and was like, CP, we're about to go crazy. Because like I got to practice for two weeks with LIU. Like I saw like all the upperclassmen. And I saw how they, like, they operated, the workouts. And I was like, I can definitely hang on this level. Yeah. Like I never had that like... I yeah, opening moment where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I can, I can compete. That with moment people. where it's, it's not even like you're surpassed me. Like, no, I'm, I'm, nah, in the I'm, mix. I'm here. Yeah, like, I'm in the what? Mix. Oh, okay, yeah. say no more. So I came home with Chris, went crazy. I went crazy. No, that your summer. summer, your summer workouts were insane. I used to go like, I, insane. And I used to complain, but Chris, I don't want it. <laughs> and like CP on the side, like you, you literally asked for this, <laughs> this for yeah. this. And like, then, this so was I go back to LIU, and I was like, all right, I had Brandon Rodney, who's uh, a 19 runner from Canada pop up i had micah john at patent holmes who was uh who ended up being a 50 point low 400 hurdler 
I had Femi, I cannot pronounce his last name, but he was from Germany. And he was a 46 low open 400. That's a good mix. So I'm a walk on. I was like, I'm coming for you, 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 and you. Simon, give me my money. Went from <laughs> a walk on to a full ride. Yeah, so man. Like, when you, once you get that, you got You always have to have that dog. Yeah. yeah. You always have to have that dog. So I definitely hear what you're talking no, about. No, definitely. Yeah. But it just goes to show that I think you guys had two very different experiences to yeah. get to the point of being able to get money for school, right? No, for so sure. I think with Uthia, you had a, I think you had a few more people like those good coaches that you yeah. guys were talking about who were actually available to provide that like yeah. guidance and showing you how to navigate. Like you even said, Chris went with you to, um, Correcta you games. To, yeah, I don't know what you said. The what? Correcta. Correcta. Yeah. Okay. The Correcta games um, <laughs> <laughs> to like kind of guide you through the whole process. And Alistair, whereas you had terrible coach Sims who, for some reason, couldn't really open his mouth to talk. Um, and he doesn't really know anything about track. It, it, and you, you can even look at coach Sims and be like, Wait, yeah, hold on, hold on. I got one more story. I'm sorry. Oh Go my ahead. God. So the first practice of indoor, like, because that was when I first left Montreux. So I tried, I tried out for the basketball team. I didn't make it. I was like, ah. So my mom was like, do something. I was like, all right, I run track. Mm-hmm. First practice I go to, Sims says, we're going to find a hurdler. So I'm like, oh. Okay, maybe he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Except the hurdles backwards. Mm. Oh man! Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to derail your question. No, it's had, cool. Had to, like, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I got cool. pent up hate. He, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, he didn't nah. try to find a hurdle. He tried to knock him <laughs> out. Yeah. To get, damn. He tried to make the team a little smaller. That's it. That's all. That's wild. How come nobody was there to like check that? Like you can't um, just be a coach. And not know because he ran. He ran. You'd distance. be surprised. Actually. He ran distance in at his little Charleston. A distance school. to where? <laughs> well, maybe he was a little. He's past his prime, I guess. But Coach Sims did not look like anybody who I could take seriously, <laughs> serious athletically. Honestly, God, I hope. That'd and be it was crazy just, if he hears this, yo. I mean, <laughs> matter of fact, wait, hold up. Pass it a picture. I think I can point him out. Point him out. Point him out. Where's he at, Coach Sims? Oh, there he goes, right there. Look at his face. Oh, God. That guy, Coach Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he looks like... He looks like he tried Ooh. to be John Gruden for Halloween. Jeez. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he looks like. Like, what are you supposed to be for Halloween? Uh, John Gruden. I'm Chucky. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. But I... Back to back to the topics. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. How is how do you feel like training after college differs from training in college though? Mm, like I when think, you're more on the professional level. I actually think that um I honestly for triple jump at least, I think I definitely got like the majority of my technical training um out of college. I think that in college I was pretty good at being like the jack of all trades, but I don't think I was a true master of one. Mm. Um, And when I left college, I started working with a coach out in Virginia. Um, That was the year of Olympic year. And I didn't like the outcome of that year. I didn't feel like I was in really good shape, all that stuff. I got injured. Um, Literally, I got injured warming up before Mm. I jumped at the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a chip on your shoulder, right? Yeah. and so I'm not the type to kind of stay in a bad situation and expect a different outcome. Right. So I left and contacted my friend, Muhammad Halim, who coached at Churchill High School at the time, um, and asked for help. I was like, listen, I saw you jump 1690. I was there when you qualified for the Olympics. You know, you know what you're doing. Help me out. He put me in contact with Aaron Gatson. And um, that's my coach right now, who also still coaches out of Churchill. And I mean, I went like, what, a foot and a half further? which is huge in yeah. in jumps, you yeah. know, um, in six months working with him. that's I went that much further. And I just really, that was the main difference was that, like, I truly relearned the event. Um, and it's just unbelievable. Like, to think of how far I've come in just the last two years in this sport, it's almost, I almost, almost felt like I didn't know anything about triple jump Before. until. Damn. Yeah. It's insane, insane. And but, you even managed to get to that, to the point that you were, before you had to ask for that training, mm-hmm. you felt like you didn't know anything at all. Like, that's yeah. incredible. I yeah. Guess, like, I didn't know there was so much to learn about yeah. the event. And I think that's the major difference. I'm faster and stronger than I was in college right now. 
I like I have more knowledge than I have in college right now. I'm like, if I jump when I'm jumping in college right now, I'm pissed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if I'm jumping when I jump in college, there's something seriously wrong at that point. Um, but I think that was a major difference. And I also kind of have a schedule that's more tailored to me right now than it was in college. Uh, you know, it's kind of nice not having classes to worry about. Oh, so, God. you know, um, I mean, life definitely brings its own different stressors. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely it's difficult because there's more pressure. I put more pressure on myself now because it's not just, you know, for a team. It's kind of me kind of doing it sort of solo out yeah, here. for yourself. Cool. But um, And for my country. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, my knowledge of the sport in general, like, like I said, high school I was very much a noob to all of athletics so now knowing what I know now about the world of athletics and track and field um, not the f- it just makes you more focused even on what you're doing damn well well to follow that mm-hmm. um, something that uh, I guess we just we would say is kind of important on this podcast is music hey. um, and I guess something that I always wonder of is what people like athletes have in their headphones mm-hmm. just before they compete in whatever event they're doing, mm-hmm. or if they're playing football or basketball, and in your case, track. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, what is there like a playlist that you have like made, or is you just let it shuffle, or which I like? kind of let it shuffle sometimes, but it always there's always a good amount of ratch in there. Um, I think that like I think that like lately even warming up like on my drive to practice like I've had like city girls on repeat hey. <laughs> um, but I'm there's I'm West Indian so you know if I want to get a little more hype I blast a little soca um, if I want to feel like a baddie you know if I hit the track I'll throw in a little Nikki a little Cardi in there okay. um, but it's really good like feel good music I definitely know that like you know everybody's different like I have friends that before they compete they got a little bit of ratch a little bit of gospel God spare us okay. um, but you know just to kind of like that thankful but I'm gonna get it zone yeah. Um, but yeah right now it's been City Girls for me like let's go <laughs> I've heard City Girls is really good, uh, like workout, like run music. It as is well too. So it is. I've never really listened to like a full City Girls project, so mm-hmm. I guess I got to take some time to, yeah. to do that. I wouldn't run into that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, you personally, I'd be thinking too hard to be like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is there to think about though? <laughs> nah, it would just throw me off because I think somebody's trying to rob me. Like, oh, I'm about to go run the, and then someone's in my back. I would think like, that help you run faster. <laughs> True. But then you got to cool down. And you got to talk to your coach. It's like a whole thing. Well, she's getting away with my bag. <laughs> But um, when I was when I was warming up, I used to I used that weird guy that if you were running around, I would just hit the post. Uh, 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 hey. uh, I don't think that makes you weird. No, nah, nah, no, I like, think it's I mean, good. Like mid stride, yeah. yeah. that would be my way of like decompressing, like yeah. right, stress free. Take that edge off, off, really. Yeah, so I makes to, sense. Like, Migos, Future. If I was like trying to be like focused and locked in, I'd be like, all right, let me, let me throw some little conscious stuff like Cole. Some J. Cole. I knew it. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. so I would I never listen to J. Cole before. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> what? I would definitely listen to J. Cole, uh, Wale, Rick Ross. But like, you know, yeah. I, I just had a playlist and I would be like, all right. But my thing is my playlist would end up getting to like 100 songs. So it's like mm. I would never hear the same thing. Oh, oh that's nice. That. I yeah, like yeah. that. I like that. So I just. You know. My warm up, most of my warm ups, once in a while I have headphones in when actually warming up, but it's, for me, it's always when like I'm getting ready to go. So, like, what am I putting on my uniform? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, when we're a girl, so you know, you do your little makeup before you go out there. Like, yeah, you have makeup that... on the track. Oh, what? Oh, boy. What? You, you, <laughs> you need to come to, that... to a track meet. <laughs> what? You need to come they to the track be, meet. They be, they be flat out. Nails done, brows on fleek. Like hair, bundle. That's because niggas can see you though. Like everybody can see you, so it's kind of like okay, you got like, I, that makes sense. But like also, you know, like I feel like it kind of makes sense because so many track girls are like slim thick, right? And yeah. like banging bodies, yeah. And so like if you got the body and your face on point and your hair is on point, like you're literally watching up like a, a complete package, yeah. Right, a really right fast runway, but a complete package, and it's like. Honestly, what they think is like their peak form. Yeah. So like it's just done. Damn. Like you need to come to a track meet, yeah. man. I be trying to get y'all. But like don't like don't the makeup come like don't you sweat? No, dinner? no, no. Yeah, we they, we, ha- they we know have how to do that. We have setting space for that. It doesn't move unless we want it to. We don't. Move wow. Yeah. You gotta watch. You should yeah watch a track meet. You'll be shocked, especially the like eight hundred and below. Yeah. Like the the longer distance. The, the, the yeah the distance runner is not really they kind of have the like divas? yeah the divas. yeah eight hundred and below are considered the, yeah. the divas. yeah they got a little more to 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you kind of have to have that. You got kind of have to have that edge to be that. I mean, the sprints are aggressive. I consider an eight hundred a sprint at this point. It's yeah, crazy. No, it definitely has changed. Um. Yeah. It's like, aggressive, man. Yeah. Watch it. Eight hundred a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. That's a half but mile. That time. The, the time. The <laughs> times are like dropping in like month by month. It's insane. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's different. Track I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the hardest events on on the track right now. The eight hundred. Heard it be referred to as the man's race. Mm-hmm. Woman's race. Well, or, or woman's <laughs> race. Woman's race. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, I, I just that's what I was told. Nobody no, ever said woman's race. No, track race girls are about the hair, makeup, nails life. Yeah, for sure. Damn. Yeah. I would have never guessed it. I would just feel like you know you're out there, and it's because like, you went to Blake. We didn't really have that many. So they were doing that in high school too. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Okay. I really didn't get into it. I really wasn't. I barely wear any makeup point blank. But, like, I have friends that, like, will sit there. You just said she's naturally beautiful. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, I'll sit there and, like, be ready to go and, like, my, watch my teammates, like, mm-hmm. curls, spray, face, like, beat, like, everything. Don't let um, it be conference. What? Yeah, the stickers, too. What? Yep. The, or like the or like the the, the, the peel and stick tats, yeah. temporary tattoos mm-hmm. with your team on the cheeks. Please, we don't play. Yeah. We don't play. Wow. I'm talking earrings. I've seen girls run with hoops. Don't yeah. play. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fake care. press-ons. Necklaces. Wait, with hoop earrings? Hoop yeah, earrings and the press-ons. Yeah. But it starts when they're young because all the all the young OG track girls, they had the bubbles in their hair. <laughs> like as a young guy, I used to be like, I was watching the races, like, oh. You picked up. Oh, she got. Oh, it. she got the bow that she matches the, the uniform. The, and Ooh. Mama was always. Go ahead, baby. Ah, get precious. Wow. So it's always been about the drill. Always, always about the drill. <laughs> track, cause track guys and girls have like a different set. Mm-hmm. Like that's why everyone's like kind of moved to the the fitness shoes, like the Air mm-hmm. Maxes. Everybody's trying, you know, move. Because we have the that athleisure kind of you vibe. Think that you guys are the the sole reason for that. Yeah, for that change. Haircuts. We track is always there Listen. with everybody else in terms of that, but people don't pay attention to track. That's a that's the only problem. So how are we how yeah the the causes of because we're the, the trendsetters. If the I mean, I mean most of the most us. of the athleisure kind of wear is the stuff track athletes wear. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with <laughs> okay. that, but I mean, I, would, I don't I wouldn't go as far as say like we created the trend, but right. I think we just been we've been on it. Okay. So like for everyone Fair to kind of hop on the bandwagon is just like. Y'all just realize that these legs look cute. We that, like. <laughs> like, it's comfortable. Like, yeah, for sure. But no, most track, a lot of track girls are nowhere really about like the hair, the fashion. Yeah. And I mean, if you're in sportswear all the time, you know, make that sportswear look good. I feel like. that. Yeah. Matter of fact. I see you got the Nike on the on the jersey too. Yeah. Are you, are you always Nike down? So not always Nike down. Um, my coach is very much so a Nike lover. I think he's rubbing off on mm-hmm. me a little bit. Smart man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Nike actually sponsored uh my country, um. So a lot of the basic gear we have is Nike stuff. We like we've been between Nike and Puma here and there. Puma mm-hmm. is like big in the Caribbean. Yeah. Puma oh, yeah, and we say Adidas. You guys say Adidas. <laughs> um, in the Caribbean too. But Adidas. um, this the uniform. This is the uniform I tend to wear at Worlds and everything. It's mm-hmm. a Nike one. Um, but yeah, I think right now, yeah, I'm I'm between Nike and Under Armour continuously, simply because I have so much Maryland gear. Maryland's mm-hmm. like the home to Under Armour. Yeah. So when you just have like literally drawers full of Under Armour stuff and racks full of Under Armour jackets and yeah. shirts. Like, it's, you gonna wear it. It's free. And it works. Nah, I'm definitely, <laughs> you know I mean? would definitely kill for some free Under Armour stuff. Well, I wouldn't kill for it. I would just like to have some free Under Armour stuff. So, I have definitely you ever, Have you ever thought about going to sponsor out? I definitely do. I want to do that. I think that I've been slacking on that. Um, and hopefully, I kind of want to do that this year. Um, and I've... Definitely don't know where I would go. I jump in Adidas spikes, mm-hmm. but clothing wise, like I'm kind of like, like I said, Nike Under Armour. Okay. Um, I don't own a lot of Adidas apparel, um, but like if it makes sense, you know, to go with the people that makes the shoe you jump in, you know, I might do that. Um, but it also, what I really want to do is just I have goals this year, and if I meet those goals, like sponsorship should not be a problem, you know. Mm. Um, so that's my plan right now. Um, but yeah, name. amen. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so definitely want to do sponsorship route and uh, more than just like the big athletic brands. Like, I'd happily do like fun stuff, like maybe 
partnerships with like candy brands. Like I know someone that has a Sour Patch sponsorship. Mm. Be- track yeah. athletes love candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca- track athletes love candy. Everyone has like their one candy that they love. Because coaches be like, you need that shit alone. <laughs> mm. Be sneaking in the back of the bus. Exactly. <laughs> See Alistair's face when he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like my precious. <laughs> my precious. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to team up with some cool stuff and see what's going on. I ain't talking no fashion Nova or anything, but you know. Hey, don't knock the Nova <laughs> now. Man, listen, man. I'm not knocking don't the knock Nova. The listen, now. I'll check with the check. Fashion Nova men, if you want to throw us some, you know what I'm saying, some clothes. I would be like, what kind of lighting do you want? <laughs> like, at that point, like, listen, I'm not I'm not knocking it at all. Everybody has their favorite pair of Fashion Nova jeans, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, moving on. Who's the biggest name in track that you've seen compete live? Biggest name? You saying Volt? Damn, you saw that that man in live person? in person. He um, it was cool because in Rio, um, we stayed in the building our in the athletes' village. My room was in the same building as his. Like in this, like so, his room was like one floor away from me. So I saw him on the regular. And the first day we got in, um, I was coming off an elevator, and then I heard people, and I saw it was like flashes, like people taking pictures with flash. And then, and I was on my phone, and then I kind of glanced up, and someone like ran in, ran into me, and I like I stumbled back, and he like kind of caught me. He was like, "I'm so sorry," and I look up, and it's Usain Bolt holding ah. my shoulders, and I was like, "What's going on?" He looked back, <laughs> he looked back, and he was like, "Them," and so he gets on the elevator, and was like quickly pushing the button to close the door, and basically other people in the village saw him and like chased him in. Um, and so he was like, I'm sorry, you have a good night. I was like, you too, good luck. And I just, and um, but then you know. The next couple couple days later, two, a week and a half later, I saw him compete um, in Rio, and it was unbelievable. I saw him do his starts. I mean, like. And they say he has a bad start. That's the crazy part. Yeah, and I was just like, how, how? But then I saw him do like I think a couple days before some like kind of like starts to like the fifty ish, mm-hmm. and just seeing his transition, like from powering out of the blocks to coming up. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I was like, "This is like, a, unbelievable." Those type of sprinters, it's like another level. It is. It like, really is. And like that's one thing, being able to train with Brendan. Mm-hmm. Like not comparing the two, no. but like he definitely raised him, so yeah. like yeah, I kind of can. Mm-hmm. But uh, and seeing like how his body is just like effortless. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that's yeah. wow. So like when we went to nationals, uh, when we went for the four by four, I got to, I got to meet Andre. No, the grass. Yeah. yeah. And like seeing him, I was just like, geez, Louise. Yeah. Like Brendan is crazy fast. Yeah. Andre is like looking at Usain Bolt in the meme fast. Like, yeah. That's nuts. But we, uh, it's definitely cool to see. The One of the best starts I've ever seen real live was, oh, Christian Coleman. Indoor worlds, mm. and we were on the warm up the warm up area together, and he had like one of the lanes of doing starts. And when I tell you, people stopped, like people were warming up <laughs> and like stopped what they were doing to watch that man start. And you like when someone runs by and you like, kid you not, feel the wind after they pass, like that's insane, insane. But nah, that's but Bolt's definitely, definitely up there, yeah. definitely up there. I was gonna make a really corny joke about like, damn, I was surprised you're able to see him because you know he's like a blur. <laughs> <laughs> Al, you said it, not me. <laughs> Whatever, man. My jokes are fire. But um, I guess to kind of wrap up, you well, Al was telling me that you also do like coaching, right? Not on, anymore. On oh, so like you're done. So like, well, the thing of it right now, kids. <laughs> that's not what it said. <laughs> Stop it for the record. Thea loves the kids. Don't play. Thank you. Uh, yeah, 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 um, no, for sure. But the thing is, is just the way my schedule is right now. So mm-hmm. right now, I actually work with special needs children. So mm-hmm. what I do a day in my life is I wake up, I bring my niece to school, <laughs> I go, I lift, I go to work, and right after work, I go to practice. So. There is no real time to coach because mm-hmm. ideally I'd be coaching after work right. in the afternoons when kids have practice. Yeah. But instead, I'm actually getting my practice in instead. And so I don't coach right now because there literally is no time. time um, so I tend to get home maybe around 7, 8, and I'm in bed by like 10. Damn, going to sleep at 10 so, is the best. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wake up at 6.15 every morning. So yeah. it's like if I, I need those eight hours to recover. Yeah. 
um, and then keep it moving. So I don't, I am not coaching right now. I used to, when I came out of uh, college, I coached for one year at Northwest with Youngblood, who also also coached me in, um, in high school for a year and mm-hmm. got me over 5'8 in the high jump in high school and got me jumping over 41 in, in triple jump in high school. Fun fact, he actually trained my sister. Really? She was in like AAU at like what? 10. So I've, I've known him like That man's years. awesome. Like yeah. that's, I really, I think between Monroe, um, Coach Lendo that taught me how to triple jump, Nelson, Chris, CP, and Blood. Like I just got so lucky with like the people that were really coaching me. But I coached with him for a year. It was cool. Um, our boys won the state title. Our girls came in second by a few points. Um, and it's awesome. Like now I run into these to these guys and girls that I coached and watching them in D1 schools doing their thing and um, still getting a couple texts like, hey, can you watch this film? <laughs> and like, okay, yeah, sure. But um, that's kind of like my extent of coaching right now was mm-hmm. like critiquing film. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's definitely not a full-time commitment. I just, I would love to. I just, there's not enough hours in a day and I do not have that much energy. And it's it's the year before Olympic year. I'm allowed to be selfish. No, yeah. You know what I mean? One hundred percent for sure. Are you shooting for worlds? Yes, sir. Doha. All right. Doha. So it's in. a long season. Yeah, this is like long the season. longest <laughs> it's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> it, it ends in like October. I was like what? September, literally Doha starts September twenty eighth. So yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. we're in March. We've got how many months to go? Yeah. yeah. So we're kind of like it up. How high can you get your peak? Yeah, so to a lot get of the right spot and a, not like over. A lot of people did some stuff indoor. Just took like a week off recently, and they're coming back and might take another week off in a couple months and then get ready for Doha. But the cool thing is, um, the Olympic standards came out, mm-hmm. and uh, qualification starts May t- May first. Okay. So okay. I mean, the nice thing is that for a lot of people, you know, they some of them might opt like opt out of Worlds and just mm-hmm. qualify and like. And just coast June out, and, and just down. chill out and let their body rest and get ready for an Olympic year, which I wouldn't blame them unless they have, you know, contracts that say they, you have to compete this three times a season. But, but yeah, it's a smart thing to do. But yes, it's a very long season. Mm. Very long season. Wait, so sorry, this is a, so how, are there like events to like for qualifying or do you just like go to the track around the time and be like, hey, this is what I ran. So like, basically, basically, yeah, it's yeah. Um, time and distance. So it has to be uh an IWF sanctioned meet, well, sanctioned meaning not that they run it, but, like, it is under legal conditions. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, an official there. You have a proper um, measuring equipment. The wind you, wasn't too fast. The ring, wind wasn't too fast. It has to be two meet, mm, meters per second. I think so. Um, or lower. Um, so yeah. 2.1 ain't, ain't going to do it, my guy. Because the thing is, like, yeah, like the super bad. fast, you get the wind at your right gone wind helps it was wonderful um and also it has to be like you had to have like 30 seconds to jump and that kind of stuff so it had to be like fair um but yeah you if you can get a meet and do the appropriate time set time or distance within that kind of almost a year time frame you're good damn that is unless if you're me because i don't have like a national meet that then i have to qualify or compete against other people Mm -hmm. but usa's you could make it you could qualify five of you guys qualified only two or three is going so that's that's the hardest part because <laughs> like you'll have all these because usa has like stacks on stacks of talent the highest like, one. everybody's talented it's the hardest one of the hardest but nationals in the world if USA's. you go and slip up just by a fraction of a second you just missed a payday or an inch yeah missed yeah. a payday just like that yeah <clears throat> yeah usa track and field is definitely difficult so your best bet is to hopefully be from somewhere else mm-hmm. and go there. And it's a lot easier. It is a lot easier. Diana, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dominica doesn't have a situation, and our population is so tiny. I mean, Dominica's population is like 70,000 people. Damn. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you pretty much qualify, you're going. So So if you walk off the plane in your country, are you, are you like, bombarded with, oh, my gosh, they are, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, um... If I walk off the plane in my country, I'm definitely acknowledged at the airport for sure. Mm. It's not like huge. I think the last time I went to the island, I didn't even tell anyone except my family that I was going. Um, so I did a couple interviews, but that was it. But definitely the next time I go, I like want to do activities. Like I want to work with the youth. I want to do a couple interviews promoting the sport. Um, but like right now, no, I'm not like walking off a plane and getting bombarded by people. <laughs> um, that's, that's not like it. Maybe if it, maybe it's like a if like if it's like a meet 
in like in the Caribbean and they come off the plane, then yeah, because they definitely recognize, you know, Islanders look out for Islanders. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. And next time I go to Dominica, I'll, I'll look out and let you know. I haven't been back in a couple of years, so it's time. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, what I will say is this episode of this podcast was super uh, insightful. I learned a lot about track because I really don't know a whole bunch about it. And, you know, I might catch a track meet on TV now at this point. Go ahead. Uh, besides watching it with Alistair, which is the only time that I Go ahead, find a bay. You never know. You, you, you've inspired <laughs> me so much. Um, but is there anything that you want to plug or shout out or, or just say in general before we uh, before we wrap it up? Um, I don't, I mean, shout out to my family because I think they definitely kind of help keep me sane. Um, so the LaFon fam and my coach, Aaron Gatson. Um, but I think what I kind of want to end on is just, you know, be very careful who you could keep close to because that kind of, they, their energy manifests in your life. And I think this entire interview, I kind of realized like how lucky I was to kind of have you know, the right people in my corner going up, um, down to like my friends, my freshman year telling me to join a sport that's now changed my life. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, people always say, you know, watch your circle, keep your circle tight. I don't know if you want to keep your circle small or big, whatever, just make sure that whoever's entering your space is good because it's mm. very difficult <laughs> to mm. find and keep good around you, especially in this world, especially in this political climate and all this stuff. But, uh, you know, have a happy heart and keep moving. Boom. Beautiful. Beautiful. As always, <laughs> all laughs, all gems, all tamrack. I love it. <laughs> well, Alistair, um, you know, we had a great podcast episode. I Indu- wish we had like, a, a video where like I can do like a Mr. Rogers thing and like go like take off my clothes <laughs> and then like, put it on. But um, thank you everybody for listening to the A and B podcast. Um, we're gonna be back again next week. Um, Thea was an amazing guest. Thank you for having me. It was oh, awesome. Yeah, no, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank, thank you for coming. coming. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Do you have any um, social media that you want people to follow? Oh, yeah. You? At Thea LaFond is my Instagram, T H E A L A F O N D. Thank you for spelling it out. No problem. Sure. Um, yeah. And Thea LaFond, Facebook. I am trying to get on this Twitter life. I need to get on Twitter. You don't need it. I don't need wild, it. It's, it's a, a wild, wild place. Really? It's a wild place. If you enjoy laughing, <laughs> then yeah. Who doesn't enjoy laughing? Like, if you don't enjoy food. You never know what you're going to see. That's all I'll say. But at the Elephant, um, I have been, I've definitely taken a break from Instagram, and I'm definitely trying to hop back on pretty soon. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow what we're doing leading up to Tokyo 2020, mm. please let me know. Um, any track advice, you know, hit me up. I definitely respond to people that reach out for track love and help in my DMs. Like I don't ignore people. Um, so unless you crazy, don't do it. Um, no, no, it's, it's, it could be shoot your shot 2019 and I could be mm, ignoring mm, shots 2017. So no, 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 not in my house. So, <laughs> but yeah, so follow me. Um, and yeah, and if you see me, don't be a stranger. I mean, I'm, very friendly and I love talking to people from MoCo and DMV. It's oh. what it's what braised me, so I'm never t- turning my back to it. You know what I mean? I feel it. Yeah. Just signing off, Dr. Do Work, Dr. Underscore Do Work on all platforms. And make sure you follow our podcast Instagram, A N D A N B, I'm sorry, period podcast. A N B period podcast on I G. So yeah, I messed up I must have spelled my name earlier too. So I mean Yeah, no, nah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, down. But as always, it's your host that don't brag and boast, uh, Young Tamarack, Y-O-U-N-G-T-A-M-A-R-A-C-K. Follow me. Um, I may follow you back. (laughs) More than likely, I will. Let me stop playing. But as always, at the end of the episode, you're going to hear a new song from, well, not necessarily new, but a song from an artist in the area. Uh, We got J. Crew by Quest featuring Zamwi and Foggy Raw. Thank you for listening. Peace. Bye. Oh my gosh, yeah, I still rockin' Gucci polos. Y'all Freddy, I'm Jason. Live from the basement, the BMW coupe got the twin turbos. You do the math, it's adjacent. Look, I'm drippin' suede. I wear satin on occasion. She likes sophistication, she think it's Satan. When you get that money, they call you a Freemason. Uh, uh. 
on it. Hey, look, I'm in the seat, pleasant, in the seat, rose satin. Keeping my spiritual integrity in my back end. In the same bonnet, Erica by Dula rap in. Y'all all sound the same, we forgot who was rapping. If I was in a rap group consisting of me and you, then baby boo, it'd be addition by subtraction. Oh man, y'all was them niggas last year, what happened? Wait. I don't really give a damn what happened. A male kiss a deck of a spirit that I have tapped in. But with a tape of fate, you know I gotta stay with Wave. District of Columbia, this really the Hunger Games. Pending on your neighborhood, you might gotta tuck your chain. Made it here with tears. My peers was doing other things. Looking through my rear, my fear was to be switching lanes. Look, all my niggas is getting fly. Come shalom, El Shaddai. All praises to the most high. What's up? Yeah, I heard the phone run. It rang, but I was making moves with the Spirit got me feeling so fly. I think we set the bar way too high. They couldn't keep up if they tried. They couldn't keep up if they tried. My intellect is indirectly for your heartbeat. Youngins try to emulate, but this here you can't copy. I'm trying to permanently write these words with a sharpie. So you can learn to handle bars like we is pushing Harleys. I hardly am the person that converse and then say sorry. Especially when speaking about the Jesus who is godly. Yes, he is the reason for the season with some parsley. Add a little pepper and I'll chef up for the salty. People think it's sweet until I sweeten low your coffee. Pull up screaming, baby Jesus, call me Ricky Bobby. I do this for the family, also do this for the posse. If they ever having problems, they know they can really call me. Yeah, just hit my line. I won't hit decline. I got homies that hold me down. Yeah, they did some time. But they free to fast forward, never hit rewind. And now they juggling for the Lord and baby, it's divine. I'm telling you, it's hard to come by a crew like mine. A new lifeline. We living for a July. He's too alive. Some people had took Judas' side and faked on me with false news and foolish lies. But I don't slip. I'm not LMA, baby, don't trip. I'm posted with my guys and God that I boast in. Uh. If you think that we ain't with it, you loafing. You can't divide us, cause baby boy, we the quotient. Yeah, I heard the phone run, it rang. But I was making moves with the gang.